Hello, 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 hello. God bless you all. My name is I'm Unique and I am here to share. I don't know what English are there, but um, I'm here to share a word that God shared with me about um, how to move mountains in your life. Um, there's a scripture in Matthew. I have to find the exact scripture. Yes, I do. Just because that's the righteous thing to do, I think, right? Maybe. Um, but it's a scripture where Jesus says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, it's Matthew 17 and 20. And Jesus says in his word, he says, for I tell you the truth, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, remove from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17 and 20 through 21. Amen. So God dropped his revelation in my spirit, like in the car after uh, heading home from my place of employment. And he said, um, the way that mountains are moved out of your life is not because, like, it's not because God supernaturally moves, physically moves the, mount, the mountain out of the way. Like, he snatches a mountain off of the ground and moves it to a different place so that you can walk by it. But it's, um, it's the fact that when we have faith, we're able to see ourselves on the other side of the mountain already. <sighs> God. Oh my God. If you caught it, you caught it. It's just crazy, right? He said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be removed and it will obey you. You can say to this mountain, be removed and it will obey you. You don't need God to supernaturally move the natural the thing out of the natural. He says you have he's saying you have the authority in your mouth. When you say move, it's gotta move. You know what I'm saying? Like I was giving an example on IG earlier and I was saying how like for instance your mountain could be an addiction. Your mountain could be an addiction. It could be um something that you were addicted to that you're not proud of necessarily that you've been addicted to for a long time that you're struggling with it could be an addiction to a drug or a drink or a, a pornography it could be sex it could be to food it could be to a person it could be to anything right um fame you know money uh, whatever it may be, and you're like, I cannot break this I'm just like I just it just consumes me I'm just so. It's all I think about. It's all I do. It's all, it's everything. Like, and so you think about it and when you, the thought of having to face this issue, that could be, and it don't have to be something, addiction, it could be a financial mountain. It could be like, oh my God, I got so much debt. It just never seems like I want to be debt free. Or it could be 
an issue in your relationship with someone like oh my god we've had this same problem for 20 years it's always going to be like this like that anything could be a mountain anything that's that, that's a big deal to you anything that's a big problem it seems like such a huge obstacle in your walk and on your journey in life it's like it just seems like you're never going to get through it that is what a mountain is right but we all have different mountains in our lives we all have different things that we um are facing in our life that seem in our lives that seem like outrageous to us um, or impossible for us to overcome. Yet, God tells us in his word that we overcome these things or we, 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 we take authority over these mountains through our faith. And he said, you, you, I, I, I move, the mountain is moved because you see yourself on, the, you see yourself on the other side of the mountain. So, for instance, right now, I could be literally wrestling with an addiction. I could be wrestling with an addiction. I could come home every day and be snorting coke. I'm not speaking this up anybody. I'm just being real. Like people have real people have real issues. Like I've been there before. Like I've had I've literally had an addiction like where I would come home and and do these do the drug and then leave and I would literally be fiending for, like it would you know, like that's an addiction, it's a stronghold. It's something that has a hold on you, it's something that controls you and it, it's really just terrible. But it happens, right? And so, um, speaking from partially a place of truth, but somewhat hypothetically, because I haven't been addicted to everything. But you know, anyway, anyway. But um, <laughs> um, say for instance that that an addiction is your your mountain. So you like I've been addicted to this drug or this drink or this pornography site for. I don't know how many years and or I don't know how long or I don't know how deep this stuff is, right? Like, it seems like such a big deal. It seems like something that's so hard and just so tremendous for you to overcome. Because when you, man, when you going through that stuff, man, when you going through an addiction, man, that stuff, it ain't no joke. It's a miserable feeling. It's like you literally feel out of control of your life. You literally feel like a slave to this drug. This drug runs you. This drug, or whatever it is, it ain't got to be a drug. I'm just, once again, I'm speaking with it from experience. But, and I've seen, and I know that a lot of people in this world today wrestle with addiction because of the high use of opioids. Like, the opioid crisis is crazy. Like so many people take medicine. Some people don't even know don't even know that they're addicted. They, you know, we come up with all these names for these disorders. And I'm not speaking against mental health and taking medicine if it is prescribed and if you are doing it, you know, for a purpose and for us, you know. But of course, so you know, if you take medicine that's been prescribed and you, you know, you're you're doing it for phys- physiological reasons. Like I understand, but I'm talking about you know, when you can't function or you literally depend on this medication or this drug, whether it be street or pharmaceutical, you're depending on this thing or this substance or it could be drink. 
um, you're depending on this for your sense of fulfillment, for your sense of like, like being present in life. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just taking medicine because it's, you know, what, what you're prescribed to take. But some people don't even know that they're addicted to, to things or to drugs. I would go out on a limb to say that half of the world, if not the majority of the world, has a social media addiction. I'm not, that's a branch generalization, but maybe one fourth of the world. Um, that's a, probably a little better. Some people really live chill lives without phones. But I would say a lot of the world has a social media slash, um, a social media slash phone addiction. Like a lot of people um can't live without their phone. Like I <laughs> I know for me, like I um I use my phone for just about everything throughout my day. So in the morning and I'm praying, look, look, pray for me. If you're judging me right now, pray for me because we all need help. I'm just being real. But So I literally use my phone throughout my entire day. So when I wake up in the morning, it has an alarm. And then I get on the, um, get on and make a, you know, play, may play some music, uh, play some work, you know, may play some worship music or something or play some scripture from the Bible app. And then after that, I, um, get in my car and I use my GPS to go where I'm going sometimes, most of the time I use a GPS. Um or I even check the weather and then when I get to where I'm going I use it to check the time. Um and there's a brief period where I don't use it but it may might check my Instagram or Facebook, see if somebody hit me up. Or you know, like it's just so in and I literally catch myself sometimes when I'm not um when I'm not, um, when I don't have my phone, say if I leave my phone somewhere or, you know, leave it behind or if my phone dies and I'm literally starting to go into like this anxious mode of like, oh my gosh, where's my phone? What I did with it? And it's like, I'm patting myself down, feeling, looking for it. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, I wouldn't go as far to say it's an addiction cause I'm not a clinical I'm not a clinician, like I'm not qualified to necessarily diagnose anything, but it's a very strong habit that I that we have. And I'm not I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. Uh, but it's a strong habit that I think we all have. It's just I went out on a limb there and just started talking about that out of the blue. But anyway. Um <laughs> so yeah, uh addictions, yeah. It seems like such a big deal when you're dealing with it and going through it. And once again, I have some level of empathy for people who go through this or who are going through this now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I've been there. I know it's hard. I know it feels like it just is such a strong grip on your life. It's such a man. It's really powerful. Yet God is all powerful. Amen. But it's possible to break free. Going back to the point of this podcast. (laughs) um, What makes your faith powerful. Or what gives you the ability to, to move a mountain in your life. Is to see yourself. 
envision yourself on the other side of this mountain. You don't have to keep focusing on the issue. For what? You're already dealing with the issue. You're already dealing with the financial issue. You're already dealing with the addiction. You're already dealing with the relationship problems, whatever it may whatever the, the mountain may be in your life. You're already dealing with the problems on your job. You're already dealing with this and that. So it takes no effort to, takes no, yeah, it takes no intentionality or effort to meditate on what's wrong or meditate on the problem. But it takes faith, glory to God, to see the problem, to not ignore it and act like it doesn't exist, but to see the problem and know A, there is life on the other side of this. I'm not going to be here forever. It's not who I am. This is temporary. I know God has good plans for me. That's why the Bible says, the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I can't envision anything better for myself. I can't hope for anything, which is what faith is. The evidence of things not seen, the substance of things hoped for. I can't hope for something or envision something that I don't have any inspiration to to hope for or to envision. I'm an African-American female. It's important that I have... It doesn't, that's not necessarily saying race is a big deal, but, you know, representation makes a difference. But it's okay for me to, um, get inspiration from other people who may not look like me. But, you know, I have to have inspiration from other, to see other people who look like me. And who are doing what I dream and hope to do one day. It's important for me to have that inspiration. Because I need something to draw from. If I've never seen an African American woman author. Then I wouldn't. It would be harder for me to believe. That this is possible for me. And so speaking to the word of God. Without God's word inspiring us. Telling us. And it's not like and it's and the thing with God's word it is is not inspiration. It's it's inspiration, but it's not just like a oh my gosh, I just um I was just so inspired by your outfit. Like inspiration comes and goes as it pertains to the things of the world. But when you're inspired by God, by the Holy Spirit, it's something that's placed inside of you that is never taken away. When God gives you a glimpse or a vision of your life and your future, that's something that can never be taken away from you. You could choose to ignore it and to continue to live as though it's not real or as though you don't think it's going to happen. But when God shows you something, tells you something, as my old first lady would say, you could take that to the bank. <laughs> 
start preparing for it. Amen. So, that's why it's important to read God's word. Excuse me, I had a little loop there. That's why it's important to read God's word because his word inspires us and his word breathes something into us that helps us to hope for and expect something better. If you read in the Bible and and he says, you find a scripture that says he brought my soul up out of the miry clay or one of my favorites, bring my soul out of hell that I might praise you. You know what I'm saying? If if you see something like that when you're reading the word, you're like, oh, crap. He he know what he's talking about. He done been some places. He done seen some things. <laughs> or if you read the scripture, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Or something like, I make a way in the wilderness and pass in the, de- pass in the wilderness, way in the wilderness or something. I'm sorry if I'm paraphrasing poorly. But yes, when I see that, it does something inside of me that causes me to envision different, to see different, to hope for different, etc. Amen. That's where my faith comes from. The ability to believe, to hope for, to step into the unseen and bring that unseen reality into my present reality. In the unseen, I'm debt free. I'm the lender and not the borrower. I'm the head and not the tail. In the natural, I might be in debt. But if, if I keep calling that forth in the spirit, and keep following the principles that are going to set me up for success, then eventually what I see in the Spirit through the Word of God or through the Holy Spirit, I'm going to see that in the natural. You have the power to change your life through the Word of God. You have the power to move mountains through the word of God and through your faith coupled with the word of God. Because you can read the word of God and not move you to have faith for anything. But yeah. So yeah. I know this is shorter, but it's all gravy. Just wanted to get something out and to really get just share what God put on my heart earlier before I got away from my brain. You know, we have to be good stewards of what God blesses us with. Not just financially, naturally, but spiritually too. When God drops something in your spirit, you better share it. I'm preaching to the quiet, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope this helps somebody. Um, I would like to talk more about it, but not right now. Just to be honest, I hope that this blessed you and helped who it was for. Um, yeah, God bless you all. Oh, forgive me. Um, don't forget to check out my um, social media at I'm Unique Devon on uh, Instagram at I'm U 
is at symbol I-M-U-N-I-Q-U-E. Devon, D-E-V-O-I-N. These things. These are my uh, social media handles. That's my Instagram and TikTok. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. Um, but if you go to either one of those platforms, you can find, you know, my IG and it has a link for everything. But I want to put it in. Uh, I don't think I. Never mind. But yeah. So, <laughs> um. So you all can see. Um, my book and music. I have a book out now. It's called No Concealer Who Told You You Were Naked. Um, and I have a song out. It's called Live and Not Die. It's available on all streaming platforms. Also got some gear coming out, some merch, some journals that are out, uh, some other things. But if you just check, check, click, hit the link and go to the store or click on merchandise and it'll take you to where you need to be. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I hope that this helped you. If it was for you, I pray that you learned or or that your faith is, is taken to another level and is stirred up and ready for next week. No, I'm just, <laughs> yes. But anywho, have a great evening or morning or life, whenever, however. God bless you all.